Hi. Hey, give me a break, man. You should Hi. see the amount of boxes of Kleenex I have killed this week. It's been killer. For your nose or is Sarah yeah, not around? I've been a, I've been a murderer. It's all at the nose, baby. <laughs> Looks the same both ways, though. Yeah. Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. I didn't want to step on you that time. <laughs> I'm Adam Oh, uh, We just can't nail it at all. No, I did that one on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we are still separated, but uh, yeah. we have a special guest here in the Palatial Podcast Studio uh, by the beach here in L.A. Uh, Mr. Mike Cohn is joining us from the studio. How's it going? Mike Cohn. Mike Cohn, you live like 15 miles from me. What are you doing in L.A., baby? <laughs> uh, well, I came out here to drive a car back. Uh, that car is still not running, so is it I'm flying the, back. Uh, the, the E46 that's trapped in Austin's garage? It is. Yeah, he came here to free up a parking spot for me, and uh, after putting a couple hours into it, still no success. No, no that's the... Uh, that's that E46 wagon that GMS wagons uh, purchased and Austin picks up and then it breaks in his garage. Correct. Yes. So I replaced the what they call the salmon relay, which controls the SMG pump uh, yep. months ago, thinking that, you know, that was going to fix it. It didn't. So that means it's the SMG pump. Mike went and put another SMG pump in it and we could hear the pump running. And then all of a sudden it stopped running. Yeah. So... Either the pump went bad all of a sudden right after we installed it, or the more likely story is that now that it's stuck in first gear, uh, we have to get a BMW diagnostic tool to reteach the servos on top of the manual automatic transmission where neutral is. It always defaults to first. If it's lost, it puts the car in first gear. Okay. For like a limp home mode kind of thing? No, not limp home mode. So that like... Oh, so so that yeah, so that you can actually leave it parked. Okay. So what if you what if you disconnect the drive shaft and have a tow to a dealer? We could, but that would cost money. Yeah, it might not. It's probably it'll be your money today, but you could bill somebody for it. We're not sure a tow truck will fit in that parking garage either. Yeah, the it's the lower garage. Um, Oh, so most people with SUVs don't even park down there. Oh, geez. Yeah. So you you got problems. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it's been there for three months, four months. I've lived in California for six months, and I've only been able to park in my garage for about two of them. Why don't you get you got the 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 VW TDI tow pig? Uh, Why don't you go to Harbor Freight and buy a snatch strap and tug that baby out? Oh, trust me, trust me. We talked about it. (laughs) Okay. That that was discussed. Yeah, you'd have to disconnect the drive shaft, though. I'd imagine that would be a pain. I don't know. It's polished. The floor in there is polished. It'd probably just slide. We got lots of torques. Yeah, just black smoke and burnouts and dragon tires. It'd be perfect, man. What a terrible idea. I love that. I want a video that's so bad. It'd be wonderful. But, you know, it it was funny because when Mike got here, like, I didn't really look into research or I didn't really research how to fix fix it. I just was like, oh, they say online it's going to cost like two grand. Like, I don't even want to mess with it. It must be super intensive, super involved. Um, You know, and, and the pump really wasn't that bad. It was like three... Less than four hundred bucks, I think, yeah, for the pump. Yeah. Um, really? yeah. So, like, is if you that find, or? 
or not or from bmw yeah yeah or wow, no it was cheap. from it's a bmw part but it's through okay. eas i think yeah european correct. auto source cool cool that's a good deal it seems cheap yeah so it wasn't too hard to put in you put I, it in a parking garage obviously yeah i, I felt kind of stupid because i could have had my garage spot back like four months ago and then Mike wrestled with it and got it in and was super happy. And we we're like, yes, finally, I'll be able to get my parking spot. And, you know, we hooked the battery up and it ran and I was thinking good thoughts. And yeah. then we tried to get in the car and get it to go into neutral and it wouldn't do anything. I saw on Facebook today that you're looking for a mobile di- diagnostic tool. Yeah. So after I reached out to Hanson uh, last night. Hanson Tran. And yeah, one of our one of our grid life buddies from Chicago. Yep. Our all around grid life buddies. Yeah, he's we'll, such a we'll do anything. He feeds him. me at the track. <laughs> he gives me cold brew coffee at the track. Such yep, a rad what dude. A sweetheart. Yeah. So he said that that's what you need to obviously relearn the car to go into neutral. Yeah. And Pretty hard to find one of those. Didn't so. find one. Now, so the bad part is, is that Mike flew out here on Monday and was like, yeah. all right, you know, we'll get the part in on Tuesday, start working on it on Tuesday, button it up on Wednesday, and I'll drive it back to Chicago on Thursday and Friday yeah. and part of Saturday and be there in time for cart battle. Yeah, we got the cart battle, yep. grid life cart battle driver summit on Saturday afternoon. So. Yeah. And yeah, so Mike, that's, that's Mike not going to happen. Be there, huh? yeah. Oh, Mike will be there. Oh, I'm, yeah. Mike will be oh. there. Just the wagon will still be in my garage. Oh, no. Mike's going to fly back to L.A. <laughs> uh, when it works. Yeah. Somehow. Or or Austin's going to wheel it here for uh, Ice Battle or something. Huh? Ooh, hey, that wouldn't be idea. that bad. Yeah, you could Dude, cruise after, there and then fly one way. After all yeah. this, like, I don't know if I trust the car. Well, the the yeah, transmission you, you really was wanna... only offered in the, the, the E46 325 and 330s for, like, literally, like, max a year. That's so BMW. You really want to drive this thing before you put any miles on it. Yeah, BMW figured out it was a horrible idea to be using this transmission. Yeah. So, it, so this is a different transmission than the E46 M3 that yeah. had the. The E46 M3 has the SMG2 transmission, yeah. um, which is a little bit better, a lot more reliable, better design. Uh, well, for, this for is people the that don't know they don't know anything about SMGs. SMG is a, it's a manual transmission that's actuated it's automated. by a computer. Yeah, so it still has a standard like clutch. I mean, they're the exact same gearboxes. So yeah, it's a six yeah. speed um, that just has it's a, you it's know, a robot a, controlled. Yeah, gearbox. it's a servo on top and a servo you know that controls the the clutch as well. So yeah, so is this is the same. It is a hydraulic yeah. thing. It's not like a big lever arm or anything crazy. Nope. So it, it operates a slave cylinder. Yeah. That's so, so wild. Yeah. yeah. Robot controlled manual gearbox. With yeah. Very expensive hydraulic fluid. It seems it seems like that would be a thing that would be in VW robot controlled manual transmissions. So no VW surprise uh, me at all. VW. Oh, you mean I'm, BMW? I mean, uh, BMW. Yeah, Same man. Thing. You're stuck on VW these <laughs> days. I know. All these German uh, acronyms, they just spew out of my cold filled mouth. So, but yeah, like Hanson, even yesterday when, when Mike was texting him, Hanson was like, you mean the Steptronic, just like the standard automatic transmission? Like yeah. this thing is so rare. Most like even like BMW files don't even know that these cars exist. Yeah. I had never heard of it except for the E46, like, uh, yeah, you know, the, the M3, the M3 ones. Yeah. Um, but, but this is a totally different trans. This is before that. 
Yeah, so this was actually generation. This trans was originally used. It's SMG one or the SSG transmission. It was originally used in the Euro E thirty six M three. Okay, so that's the first time I was ever offered. Okay, um, was in that car, and then they were just like, "Hey, you know, we need another transmission option because our automatic isn't good enough, uh, and people don't like shifting their own gears anymore. So what can we do? Oh, I know, we have this old technology. That's a weird point in time, man. Yeah. A lot of new technologies coming in. And it's, I mean, it's on paper. Yeah. Like that could be rad, right? <laughs> but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. The oh, implementation, no. like, I don't know who, you know, just because the engineers made it doesn't mean that it makes sense to actually put it into production. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing. So, but at the know. time you got to think about it, like think about it at the time, like it's 2004, you walk into the BMW dealership and they're like, Hey, this is kind of like, you know, has all the benefits of a manual, but you can sit in traffic with it. Yeah. And it only costs like X amount more. Do you want it? Yep. Yeah. Probably a little bit better mileage, I would imagine, because there's less uh, friction losses. Yeah. But, um, so and you, then kind of a, kind of a, probably kind of a cool, uh, you know, sales point. But yeah. I mean, what, reality, what type of person back be. then would have bought it? I'm trying to think, like, would it have been an enthusiast? Or well, it might have been, been like an enthusiast that like wasn't an enthusiast for the past ten years, but like used to be. Uh, and wanted was, something to talk about at dinner parties. It was the guy. <laughs> it was the guy that you know test drove the SMG E46 M3, and his wife wouldn't let him have it. Yeah, and he, and he still wanted, wanted cool an SMG. Trans, yeah. yeah. Uh, how, that thing when you picked it up, it it totally ran fine, no problems. Yeah, dude, I drove it all the way back, just fine, like an hour and a half. Where, oh, it was a ways away, huh? Oh yeah, what uh, what does that thing shift lo- like? What's the sh- actual shifting like, and what's it like when it goes from like zero to like moving? Like what happens? How does it feel? So it has like a little bit of take up in it. Um, yep. You know, like you kinda have to like, give it a little bit of gas to get it to get going. Kind of um, like you're like it's releasing a clutch a little bit. I yeah, mean. yeah, but it'll slip the clutch. I mean, if you just like nail the throttle, I'm sure it'll take off. I didn't really do that on the way back. Yeah. Um, but what I found really cool. Was it on the interstate? If you needed to drop a gear uh, to like pass somebody, you could just pull it back twice and step on the throttle, and all of a sudden you're there. You don't have to like manually do it and drop the clutch. Like you don't have to worry about losing losing any traction if you pop the clutch out because it's all automated. Is there is there any kind of like uh, does it like bang through gears when you're upshifting hard or no? So I didn't ever put it in sport mode. It does have a sport mode, which is apparently is supposed to like up the line pressure a little bit. A little bit faster. Um, yeah, or something. yeah. I mean, you can still only physically shift a manual gearbox so fast, but yeah. Interesting. I'd like to drive one someday just to see what it's like. Well, hit up. Hey, uh, me too. Hit up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to drive that one. <laughs> hit up. Hit up, Jason. When this thing gets back to uh, Chicago. I want. I don't know. I don't want to drive that one. <laughs> but uh, he's probably going to put some like E90 M M3 V8 motor in it or something cool. No, I think he's going to leave it because it's so rare with that transmission. Yeah, it, it, is that a good thing or a bad thing for sales? Who knows? It just depends on who who owns it. He might have it for a while. It's going to take a very particular owner. I mean, well, w- once it's once it's sorted, it's probably reliable stuff if it's driven daily and doesn't sit in auction houses for months. Yeah, and, you and know. it's got one hundred and two thousand on it. Yeah, and it's, it's wow, I mean, it's, it's completely rust free. Yeah, yeah. It other than the it's got a new SMG pump. Yeah, yeah. brand new <laughs> and a new salmon relay. Oh yeah, <laughs> that sweet salmon um, relay. I love the color in that thing. It's actually black. They upgraded it to black. 
Oh man, so that's called it's, a block relay? No, it's still called the salmon relay, but it's black. <laughs> so I guess it's, well, it's spo- um, spoiled salmon. That's a, So what's your plan with it? What are you going to do next? Uh, I don't know, light it on fire? Yeah, or just figure out a way to get it out of the garage so you can take it somewhere to have it programmed? Or? Yeah, something like that. Do you know? Uh, have you found any BMW mechanics that ha- that can move a machine down into the garage yet, or no? Uh, no. no. But do you you yeah. know who has a computer? Who's that? Jason Saney at GMS Wagons. He's got one. <laughs> yeah, like, we were talking like to him last night, and he was selling Mike. He was like, "Oh, I should have sent you with ours." <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, but well, so Hanson's well, cousin is actually a, a tech out here. Okay. And he was going to come out here with it, but I guess BMW took away the tech's handheld GT1s because they're upgrading uh, the diagnostic systems. Yeah. So, yeah, so all the new cars so, are probably so, so probably complicated. Done this a few months ago. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so it's such a it's such a uh, it's such an opera of fails. I love it, <laughs> it's, dude. It's such a buzzkill. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was stoked oh to drive God. it back. Yeah, I was stoked to do the. You know the two thousand mile drive, but oh, that's yeah. I, I'm I was really envious when I found out this is what you're doing. Like I'm like, yeah. man, that would be so fun. Oh, it'd be so much better than being outside in Chicago right now. <laughs> we just had an ice storm last night, and like I fell on my butt four times today. Oh, no. <laughs> garage doors. <laughs> yeah, because terrible. Uh, in the spring, I did it from Florida to Chicago, but yeah. in like a Jeep Liberty. So I was like, but I didn't know Boring. what it was until I got there. I thought you weren't at Liberty to discuss that. <laughs> That's a good one. That was so bad. Let that <laughs> oh god. Let that one sit there. <laughs> um but I was like the whole time I was like I was waiting to find out what car it was. I was like, oh it'd be cool if it was something that would be fun to drive. Now yeah. it was like something fun to drive. So I was even more excited to do it. Yeah. But oh that could be so fun. With those I, I could really box wheels on it. Mm. I could yeah. really go for a road trip right now. That sounds great. Well, hey, we get to take a road trip next month. That's true. I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta get the the RV all prepped for us. You want to pick me up at the airport at like five in the morning? I haven't booked my flights yet. When? Uh, well, yeah, that would be good if I could pick up on the way up. Yeah, and then I'd have a place to sleep. How far from here to Stevens Point is it? In mm, like car? How how long did it take last year, Mike? Um, four four hours. Four hours. Four hours from your place, Mike? Yeah. So probably about five from me. Because uh, I'm like 45 minutes further south, and the RV is gonna be slow. Oh, um, you guys are taking yeah, the RV? You, up hell yeah, we're gonna take the RV. You want to come? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Then, then maybe we should go the night before, and then we we'll party at the bar that works because we're basically gonna be parking at a bar, and the bar is on. The bar owns the boat launch that gets us onto the lake. None, yep. of the, none of this sounds like a bad idea. No, no, we should go the night before. Let's do that. Right. Fly in the night before, and then we'll, uh, we'll or the afternoon, like late afternoon before. That'd be perfect. I can pick you up and so that means leaving. To- that means leaving that morning for me because of the time change. Yeah. Sometime that's like fine. That. Sure, that's or, fine. Or evening, completely I worth could, it to uh, take vacation. I'll I'll I, pick I you could, up at the airport, could, take you down to Adams. Oh, right. that's right. It's on Saturday. I'm thinking it's on Sunday. Wait, why don't we just have him pick us up at your house? Could do that too. Just yeah, fly, you can show up. Fly in after work. Fly in after work, and then like whenever you get here, then we'll like party up there. You guys can drink on the way up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be driving a house. <laughs> can you bring some good DVDs? Or it's probably VCR uh-huh. tapes. 
Uh, the TV, the TV, TV player doesn't or TV doesn't work. Uh, but hopefully I'll have that all swapped out by then. Nice. Um, next week, uh, I'm installing a bunch of big window, like three big window jobs, and then my one stall at work will be clear enough for me to pull it in, and start on the paint job and like the first step of interior remodel, which is put a TV in it and figure out how the furnace works. Awesome. Wait, there's so. a oh, sorry, you said furnace. I was thinking yeah. like fireplace. No, well, there might be someday because I, Fireplace I, saw, would be I, sick. I saw one. I, I, like my my free time in the evenings uh, is spent now like 45 minutes looking on Pinterest at RV remodels. That's now <laughs> that's the man I've become now. So, uh, and there's one with uh, with a fireplace in it, and I think like mm, that could be pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. so. Um, the we'll see where it goes, but that won't be in there for uh, for ice battle, no. But. I mean, we could always um, just we could just open the vent on the top and start a bonfire inside. No, nope, I can do that at all. <laughs> I should do that. I think the floors are steel underneath the wood floor, but we don't want to burn through and try and, and figure out. Dude, so. you could just you could oh, you can have a grate that you could just put like coals on and start those up, and then put you know wood on top of it, and all the ash <laughs> would just go down to the ground. We could just like hard mount a uh, a Weber in there and just and just have like a, a chimney smokestack going out one of the roof vents. That could work. Do it in the, <laughs> do it in the bathroom. In the bathroom, that we got to figure it out. We've got the crank vent in the in the sunroof in the bathroom. <laughs> That'd be Man, awesome. I'm glad we're solving problems here today. <laughs> today on slip angle, figuring out how to burn Adam's <laughs> RV to the ground at 68 miles an hour. <laughs> So um, we actually we we did have some good uh, good fun while uh, Mike has been in town. Yeah, what have you guys been doing? We uh, when was it? Two nights ago, we went karting. Yep. actually to warm up for kart battle. You went to K one out there. Yeah, yeah. with uh, with our our buddy Gino, who moved okay. out here. Yeah, um, and then Dwayne from VTech Club. Yeah, Dwayne. I remember Dwayne. Dwayne was out for the, out this year at Hanami. Yep. Correct. Yeah, and yep. uh, Zach Skolnick from Driven Steering Wheels. Oh, cool! Yeah, cool. he lives. Does he live out there? Or no? no, he lives in Charlotte. He was here on on business. There's some some interesting things happening with uh, Driven. Uh, really? I don't know. I don't know when it'll be announced, but uh, yeah, there's some interesting things. I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to say anything in case it's not announced until next week. Good, good things. Yes, very good things for him. Cool. I'm. Uh, so. I'm always. I'm always rooting for that company. That dude. Uh, he's. He seems like a young dude who's totally busting ass, and that's rad. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and he kicked all of our asses too. Yeah, man. he did. Yeah. So he <laughs> well, grew he, up he karting. Like he gets in a lot of race cars, and he does a lot of car things. Yeah. So he grew up yeah. karting too. So when we did our last session, we were all like within half a second of each other. It was really cool. In like a thirty-some second course, or what? Uh, twenty. Yeah, yeah twenty. Yeah, we're all twenty-nines. We're all twenty-nines. That's not too bad for electric carts. No. So you could, you could you could look at an electric cart sideways, and that thing is in a second off. That's that's pretty rad. My uh, my second cart that I had sucked. Like had tons of toe out, I guess, because you could turn in. Oh, really? And the cart would just keep <laughs> going straight. Did it feel like it had like no top end speed too? Uh, yeah, it was just, it was just all around slow. Cause you couldn't get in the power until you got the thing pointed straight. Cause anytime you turn the wheel, it would keep going straight. Too. Yeah. It had that, it had that drag car set up on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I would imagine tow out on a cart would really suck some power in the straightaway. Cause you're dragging half a tire each side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like I was telling Dwayne, I, I think those carts are just set up to run better on hot tires cause they're so heavy. Oh yeah, yeah. So once the tires get hot, you got some you got some squish room in there. 
I've only driven the once we did. I did one session at our slip angle cart night last year, and that's the only time I've ever been in a, in a K1 cart. I'm looking forward to doing at least one session on Saturday, but the, uh, it felt like the car, like the cart came in about two minutes into the session. Like I just like couldn't yeah. figure anything out. And then all of a sudden, wow, this thing feels pretty good now. Like yeah. it was, it, it was, was bad, bad push, push, push good. And then it was there. So. It was about the same for all the carts I had the other night. Yeah. Maybe they just got totally crappy tires that cool off and don't work anymore. But I don't know anything about cart tires, really. Yeah. Uh, I um, I only know about MG Greens. So that MG always, Greens. that's what you always ran. Yeah. And those are the ones. That oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, for autocross, at least. Yeah they're, yeah. they're not green tires. It's just there's what? Green, yellow and red. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'd heard the name MG before, but. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, the same company that makes the uh, like MGB and stuff like that. No, there's an MG, M, the MG GT, you know, that like uh, hatchback. Like, yeah, those are cool. The mini shooting brake looking things. Yeah. Is there one uh, for sale? One of those part. No, it's parked right up by my work, like right across the train tracks at the sandblasting place. I think the guy works there. He was cruising it around for a while and it, it probably got British on him and broke. And now it's parked uh, just right in the corner of the lot. And it's really pretty. Like it's got nice paint on it and stuff. And I stare at it every day. I should probably take a picture and put it on our stupid Instagram account. You should case swap it. There's probably a lot of room in there for a case swap. Yeah, people put V8s in them. But yeah, but I people. Keith, Keith Tanner from Flying Miata put a V8 in one one time. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he he was doing one on the GRM forum like five years ago. I think he got it done. We should put a V8 in a CRX. Uh, I don't think it, that I've seen it ever done like not drag car style. Um, there was one of them done for the GRM challenge in like Oh five or Oh six. It was a first gen CRX and it was like an old Corvette motor, like an LT one or something. And it was a bit drag car style, but, uh, not a whole lot of them done. I think a transverse, like the front wheel drive LS motor, like out of the Monte Carlo or whatever Yeah, in the back, that would be cool. Or a North star. Oh yeah. A North star V eight. North Stars are cool when they're like not exploded and needing starters. Which what was, are like the, in the, what was the tag motor. on that thing? Like it when it came out, what, wouldn't it last like a hundred thousand miles with no maintenance or something? And the, and then it needed all the maintenance like every ten thousand miles <laughs> yeah. after that. My, my, I, have, I have a buddy who works at a at a Cadillac like Buick's Hummer dealership or whatever, and all they have like one dude that just does North Stars all day. And he rebuilds a North Star. He's always got one going on. And he said they're just the worst motors. But but when they run, they're freaking rad. I think guys were like guys were putting those in sand rails and stuff for a while, weren't they? It's a dual cam overhead V8. Yeah. Like it's a rad motor until it's until it sucks and then it blows. <laughs> so it's it's like a so it's like a BMW. It's so <laughs> rad. SMG BMW. Until like it's it stuck. Stuck. Yeah, you're just stuck in first gear. I don't think they get stuck in first gear in parking garages in California, but yeah. Oh God. Um, I, I uh, before I forget, I should probably apologize to listeners that we didn't have a show Tuesday because uh, you can tell I have a cold, and I had like I had a cold that like wanted to kill me. Well, I've never been so sick with a head cold in my life. It was so bad. So and and I was gonna try and get like a show out Wednesday because Tuesday night uh, we ended up going karting. Yeah. Um. So that would have been great to have. You know. A show with those guys, but we ended up, we went to Denny's and I brought all the recording stuff in after we went karting <laughs> yeah. and literally we sat in a Denny's for like four hours. Yeah. 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 Maybe not four, maybe like three, three and a half. Well, yeah. it just like, it would have been all over the place and we were, yeah. yep. we we're talking about stuff that probably wouldn't have been good show content. Yeah. I know, about, I know that feeling about all halfway through. I was like, eh, we probably should have recorded this, but 
Yeah. yeah was... there, there's like 10 minute chunks all over the place. It would have been rad. But yeah. Yeah. I know the feeling we, uh, the Rambler buddies and I did one of those and it was like, eh, I don't know if I can make this a show. <laughs> we just talked about a bunch of stupid random crap and it just felt disjointed and weird. But those are hard. Those are hard to make into real shows. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to live life and not, and, and not record it. Yep. So, so, so I did flipping a listener. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, when we were just talking about Cadillacs, it reminded me that um, I should look into buying a Cadillac Katera. I think oh, you yeah. should buy, I think you should just finance a brand new ATSV. That wouldn't be bad either. Because despite their terrible gauge cluster, they're super fast. There's, just, there's so much <laughs> black, glossy plastic in the thing. So though. much. Oh, plastic. So much. I can't do it. But it's got like a twin turbo freaking rad V6 and it's so fast. Yeah, so does a 3.5 liter EcoBoost F-150. That's what you should buy too. You should buy one of those. You should buy an ATSV. <laughs> you should buy, oh, what's the new thing? Uh, 996 or 997.1 or something? Yeah, so last week, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll take a, a, a walk down memory lane to last Friday. When I was all about Evo 10 or Evo 9 or Focus RS. Yep. Yeah. All wheel drive turbo four cylinder at the time. So you're like, you know, I kind of came to the the conclusion that, you know, an Evo 10 would probably be a really good daily. A little bit heavy, but right in the middle between the two price wise, uh, you know, right around like 25 grand. So I started looking for those for a little bit and then started like seeing that I could also get an E90 slash e92 m3 for 25 yep. grand i still can't believe that those, those are that cheap yeah they're real cheap right now that's crazy so and then i you know i went down the road and like was talking to a bunch of people that have them or you know were big fans of them and had a lot of information about them and you know the only thing you really need to look out for is the rod bearings yeah um which is easily easily diagnosable with a um with an oil analysis from from blackstone Yep. So there's a lot of copper in those bearings. So if there's copper in your oil, that's really the only place that copper is going to come from. Okay. So that's a big, and, and that's a big deal. The, on them. If you put new bearings in, then it's like fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, um, the bearings had just too much tolerance. Okay. Uh, and I guess manufacturers, a lot of manufacturers are starting to do it now to let the motor turn a little bit freer. So for fuel economy purposes, there's less drag on the motor. Uh, but yeah. then it also lets horsepower numbers be higher too. Okay. So, but over time, that wear actually wears the bearings down even more than they need to. And yeah. you can end up, you know, spinning a bearing or, or having just major issues. So it's kind of preventative maintenance, like yeah. every 80,000 miles or something. Yeah. Um, but really, just with the Blackstone lab, like oil analysis, it's, you know, really the only thing. So that's the main thing to worry about on those that's cars. That's cool. That's good to know. Yeah. And they're actually, there's a company now called BE uh, Bearings or B Bearings. Um, that makes factory replacement ones that fill up the tolerances, but they're also made of copper. So BMW in 2011 actually went, that's the S65 um, motor. The V8? Yeah, the 4-liter V8 with like, you know, 414 horsepower, 295 pound-feet of torque. So not a lot of torque for a V8. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you also have to remember that it has an 8,300 RPM red line, which is... Oh, must sound so good. Which, is higher, which is higher than my AP2. Uh, oh, so rad. Yeah. So, um, but also available in a sedan. So that's kind of the benefit there. Yeah. So started looking at those, um, you know, thought it was a really good idea, you know, wanted to find one that had the bearings done or at least had good oil analysis. 
And then got kind of hung up. I was like, you know, do I get the one with the manual? Do I get the one with the DCT? Because the DCT is supposed to be really good. So, you know, didn't really, um, you know, I, I kind of ended on the, the thought that I just buy the DCT. And that was like Tuesday. And then we started working on this stupid SMG one <laughs> car. And now I'm like, ah, maybe I won't get one. Maybe um, I don't want a BMW. Yeah. So, but you know, had had a lot of discussions yeah. this week. I even I even talked to Greg Smith, um, the guy out of Texas that had the E92 M3 NASA TT car with a big wing on the front. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I talked to him about just the DCT because he has the DCT for the track. Really? Yep. So because it shifts so fast and yeah. it's always in the power bands. Yep. So and it's got one more gear too. I think it's the seven speed. Oh, cool. So yeah, Real close though. So especially for L.A. traffic, it'd be good. Um, he told me like they've been seeing some in some cars. Sometimes they leak around the oil pan and stuff like that. And occasionally if you're out for like a long session, they'll yeah. overheat. Um, well, not overheat, but they'll kind of they'll start slowing down the shifting as the fluid gets hot. And then you have to back out of it and, you know, kind of take a cool down lap just for the trans. Yeah. But he said other than that, it's great. And they're, you know, they're starting to come out with solutions for them now. I, I think they're finally starting to get affordable enough. Where people are yeah. buying them and tracking them and tracking them hard, as opposed to yeah. everybody that you know had them when they were more expensive. You could take it to we the track, a, but you're not yeah. really going to go and and drive them really hard. We had a few of them out there. Yeah, Alan here. Alan it's Liang had one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stefan from Zima uh, yeah. used to bring yeah. his out too. Yeah. So I mean, there we used to a, be. I think we had one or two of them in Atlanta too. Mm-hmm. And then Hansen has, um, or is it his the Lime Rock? Yeah, the, the one, Lime the orange Rock one? one. Yeah, yeah. So Hanson has one too that he brings out and tracks with us. Yeah, they're so pretty. They sound really good even stock, like even without loud exhaust. But I can't yeah. imagine with like good intakes and exhaust and headers what the thing would sound like. Yeah. Oof. So and then last night, uh, right before I went to bed, I was talking to William Chen, um, who drives a lot with Emilio from 949 and, you know, does a lot of Miata stuff, um, but also has uh, a decent amount of, of fun cars himself. And he pointed out to me that the 997 911s are really not that much more expensive than like a decent condition E90, E92 M3. Yeah. So, and I got to looking. I, and, I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's, he's got, he's got both. Um, and he was telling me that, that <laughs> he listens to the show too. So I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he was he was showing me that, in his opinion, the Porsche is actually more reliable. So like they don't really have as many issues. Uh, and I looked, and they're actually for me, it's like thirty dollars a month cheaper to insure the Porsche than it is the nine eleven. Wow, that adds up actually. Or not the nine eleven, then the M three. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that would actually add up to actual some like a payment. Yeah. So, wow. and then I I carpooled with Jessica today to work. First time we've yeah. done it, and Mike had the wagon. And we realized we could probably get away with just having one car. How uh, how how far is her commute in, like, in relation to yours? Hers is like 10 minutes. If I go by her her office, it takes me like 30 minutes. Okay. So Or maybe like 25. That's not too bad. So No, not at all. So, hmm. so yeah, that's where we stand. So I went from uh, Evo 10. Oh, but also on Tuesday. <laughs> that's where we stand. We stand yeah. with. We haven't decided anything. Yeah. <laughs> But also on Tuesday, Gino just bought a uh, first-gen CRV. That's in oh, pretty good yeah. shape. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I think I'm probably the only person cross-shopping a first-gen CRV and a, a 997, 911. 
uh, what uh, what year did he get? I think he got an 01. Okay. 2001. Yeah, 2000, yeah. 2001. Tell him to check the exhaust valve lash. That's really the only the only thing that goes stupid on those things. On the B twenties, yeah, they start to burn up exhaust valve huh. randomly. That like the exhaust, the, not the exhaust valve. I think it's exhaust. Yeah, uh, but all the valves. Just check all the lash on them every like you know every few oil changes. It's really easy to do. Yeah, it's, so his is super clean. Super. They, clean. they actually get like tight, and then the valve hangs up and opens up, and then it'll just burn the valve and seat and stuff. But yeah, it's just that, um, and then burnishing the diff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, when, the, when the diff gets stupid, it just goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, like my ours did that. It doesn't matter. So, so Dwayne and a bunch of the guys from VTech Club all have four wheel drive ones now, and they've been wheeling them in in all the off road spots with the Jeep guys. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. super capable, man. I had uh, I had one that my wife drove forever, and uh, I bought blue it from one, Chris. Right? Yeah, I bought it from Chris. Is that the one that got life. smashed in the rear? Yeah, his mm-hmm. wife got rear-ended in it, and you couldn't tell. It was just the spare tire well, which is actually like a spare tire well slash a thing, a place that you put the the picnic table. Picnic table, yeah. Um, and uh, you couldn't really tell from the outside. Look, car, car looked fine. Is that the one um, that he said he drove to like twenty two fish shows in one year? Yeah, probably yeah, some some, yeah, some crazy my, number my like wife, that. My wife drove that thing for like seventy thousand miles after we bought it from them with like two hundred and thirty k on it. <laughs> um, and Chris took it up the sand dunes at Silver Lake. Like it made it up like Test Hill. Um, like they're super capable. We put snow tires on ours, and oh man, that thing was unstoppable in the snow. So maybe I should get one of those, <laughs> but also get but also get the nine eleven. We'll get both. That's a, that's a, that's an idea that I can get behind. Like I think we're really we're really sharpening our spear here. <laughs> like think about it. If you if you had both in your garage, right? Like people would be like, "Oh, is that your is that your high school kid's car?" No, no, that's <laughs> no, <car>. that's mine. <laughs> oh, that Porsche, that's for my wife. <laughs> uh, I can't believe nine 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 sevens are getting that cheap though. Yeah. So they're not bad, especially if I get like a cabrio or a cab. Yeah. Uh, a cab. Yep. A cab. Screen Austin name. Cabot. Screen name. Austin Cabot. <laughs> but but yeah, Cabot I mean, owner. a cab would be great, um, especially, you know, dressing it all black with a man bun. Uh, it'd be <laughs> my buddy. So I don't know if you guys have ever watched uh, Californication, the TV a show. episodes. But you know, they he he drives a a nine eleven, a black nine eleven. Yeah. So my buddy from from Georgia, Matt, uh, told me that he'd have to start calling me Hank Moody because that's the guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. That, Living in California by the beach, driving a a nine eleven cabrio. We could come up with some really really insulting uh, license plates for you. Also, we should have a Facebook thread about that. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How how many different ways can you spell douche on a license plate? <laughs> But I, I love the idea of it. I would love to. Uh, I would love to be able to fly to California and drive that for uh, five minutes at a time, and then get I mean, the keys it, taken away. It from really me, would be pretty like, sweet. I'm just worried. Bob or whatever. I'm just worried about uh, the top. You know, if I did yeah. get a cabrio, I can't track it, which is probably a benefit to the cabrio in Jessica's mind. Actually, um, um, they don't have a. They don't have adequate rollover rollover uh, I, prevention. I wouldn't trust it. I doubt it. I yeah. wouldn't trust it. Just looking at it. Put a roll bar in it, baby. We could. Nice little jungle gym. <laughs> it's probably a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that's the thing. Like, yeah. if I had one, I'd always want to have the top down every time I drove it. 
Yeah. But yeah. I don't think I'd want to park it with a top down. So the top would no. be up and down multiple times a day. I'd so probably have to change the top, the top like once a year. Well, maybe uh, probably maybe, not. Maybe probably not. Maybe they're but. built very, very well. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's they're probably if it had a decent top on it, it would probably last many years, but maybe not. Who knows? But can you imagine what a Porsche a top replacement would cost? You guys are eating candy, aren't you? Yes. Maybe. What's what's the candy of choice tonight? Yes. Mm, I would say Swedish fish. Bingo. Oh, and I, hear, I, got, I can hear it through Skype. <laughs> I got the uh, the sour crawlers. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one right there. Bingo. Man, I, just, I could feel the calories uh, going into my belly and I'm not even eating them. That's so delicious. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder how I wonder how robust the, the, the top on one of those things is. It seems like I don't know. They're. It seems like they're simple cars, so why would they overly complicate the the top and stuff? But maybe I mean, I it, know, they probably wanted it to be quiet when the top is up. Yeah, it's you know, it can't just be like a Miata. Insulated. Yeah, it's not. It's not a Miata. Yeah, yeah, and you you know, in a Porsche, like the the soft top frame can't be visible from inside yeah. the car. So it seems like yeah, a so very it's like expensive a $3, proposition. Thousand dollar top to change, probably. Yeah. Or so, five or some obscene number. I mean, so that's how much they charge to do an S two thousand at the shop. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. They charge so oh much gosh. money to do those. I didn't know that they were that expensive. At, at at the dealership. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean that's why a lot of those cars get totaled if the if the top gets slashed mm-hmm. and the seats yeah. get stolen, the cost of replacing both of those through Honda is usually more than the cost of the vehicle. Yeah, seats can't be cheap from Honda. No, so no. I mean, there's there's tons of S2000s out there with salvage titles from that happening because people really? would steal. Yeah, people would go and steal the seats for Integras and stuff. Yep. I'm I'm still bags. paranoid about that. Do you do you park yours indoors, Mike? Or no? Uh, yeah, I got a garage okay. space for it, but if I'm out driving it, I park it with the top yeah. up. Sometimes yeah. I just park it with the down because they're gonna steal it. At least I got the top. Have but, you thought about getting a hard, a hard top? I have it. It just sits in my bedroom. Oh, you have a hard top? You have a hard yeah. top for that thing? Yeah. I've never seen it. Factory. I've really? never seen it at all. Yeah. Because I always drive with top down. Put that on. They're gorgeous. I love those. They look great, but then you can't have the top down. Oh, man. Living that life. Mike's yeah. got to let that beard breathe, man. <laughs> the, the first time I went around mid-Ohio, like in somebody else's car, was in Mike's car, Mike's S2000 with the top down. Which is also... Um, that was your no, first. No, I, I had instructed in Mid Ohio for one day. I forgot that this. This is the first time I was in like an open top car ever, mm-hmm. uh, and dude, that's a weird feeling, man. That's I can't ride weird. passenger around a track in a car with no roof. Ugh. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. <laughs> it's not a good feeling at all. It's so now, bad. Now, when I ride in a car, in a normal, you know, a regular car, it's yeah. weird that my helmet isn't buffeting. Yeah, yeah. This is weird. There's a roof over my head. Yeah. It's so quiet in here. There's no wind or anything. <laughs> yeah, it was that was the first time I'd been on track in an open top car. I've been in a couple of them since then, but um but it it uh, especially in mid Ohio where it's kinda like a roller coaster, that place can make a passenger sick pretty fast. Yeah. But, and uh, it was just a weird feeling having no roof above me. Like just weird. The look, first time was strange. Yeah. And looking back at that picture, uh you you do not pass the broomstick test. No, I'm way too tall. Yeah, who let you out on track like that? <laughs> Jay Hare from ITR Expo. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Jack they Nick. just announced uh, their expo dates yeah, for 2017. Big, big announcement. Yeah. With NS yeah, Expo. At, uh, at Road America, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, Jay's uh, been he, talking he, about combining the two for a long was that time. September sixth, seventh, eighth, sometime uh, in there. I think the yeah. track stuff is like nine and ten or something like that. Oh, eight and it nine. was five, yeah. six, seven, eight. I think there's something special on the fifth. Yeah, I don't know. NS Expo is like know. a week long. It's always like a week long yeah. thing. Uh, they do a lot so of. They do, yeah, they they make it like a vacation, and Ooh. a lot of the a lot of the same people go every year. I wonder if like, they're inviting all the new NSX owners. I'm sure they are. Ooh, if they're members of the uh, club, I'm sure they're invited. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. It's a possibility. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you there'll be a bunch of them on track this year. I'm sure, there's a co- couple other tricks up Jay's sleeve too with that. Yeah, Uh-oh. I think uh, insider information that can't be divulged. Well, he told me who's uh, helping him plan track stuff, and it might be one real-time racing owner. But huh, who would that um, be? Yeah, who would that be? Um, I'm drawing a blank. But, uh, yeah, Jay <laughs> almost dropped the. He almost spilled the beans on the show that he and I did after runoffs. He's been planning this thing since then. Oh yeah, he, he told yeah. me on the way home from runoffs. Um, and uh, yeah, he he was pretty excited about it then. It was like pretty much a done deal, but. Uh, they were talking about maybe doing something else somewhere else, uh, like a like a Expo 17.2 or 0.1 or something, you know, like a one-day track event somewhere totally different. Yeah, we um, uh, we did that for 14. We did a 14.5. Yeah, yeah, there was a Gingerman It was so there, much right? fun. Yeah. I think it was Labor Day event or something better. Yeah. Labor Day or Memorial Day. I forget which one it was. I think it was, it was Labor Day. Yeah, he's he's talking yeah. about doing something like opposite side of the country kind of stuff, but um, we'll uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. He's, I think he's going to be a busy boy this year, so it's going to be a big event for him. But <laughs> Road America is a cool thing. Yeah, I, I yeah. Love we that. we talked a bit um, at VIR about next year's yeah. or this yeah. year's now. Yeah, it could be. Uh, how was VIR? How was that event? We uh, so much we haven't fun. talked to anybody that had been there. So much fun. That was the first time you were ever at VR, right, Mike? Yeah. Isn't that place amazing? It's incredible. It's, Dude, it's freaking incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's like a little combination of Road Atlanta, but also like a bit of Road America. Yeah, I've heard people say that before, because it's a little bit freer and flowing, but it's also got some of the crazy elevation stuff of uh, of Road Atlanta. and Yeah, the that back section with the the two S combinations. Yep, yep. So much fun. I took yeah, the, uh, Dennis Duff's fit out. The and lower just, and, and uphill S's. Yeah. And it's just flat through those. Oh, yeah. It's so great. Oh, those are so good. Austin, <laughs> you haven't driven on the track, have you? I have not. Oh, you got to get there. Oh, it's I need so to. Good. Maybe in my CRV. Dude, it's. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one. That'd be a really good track car. Oh. We had a, we've had a CRV at our events before. Yep. Yeah. I also yeah, spun uh, Chris Stewart's CRX through the upper yeah. S's. You didn't like my setup on that thing? <laughs> uh, a little twitchy. <laughs> I, 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 I did a, approximately four laps at uh, uh, our October event at Gingerman. What do we call that? I forget. Special season, stage. Season closure? Yeah. Uh, special stage. Yeah. Uh, and when it was dry on Saturday, Chris is like, I don't know, it feels fine. And, he, and so I took it out and I took a bunch of... Uh, compression out of the rear actually because it was not all that fine so it was really twitchy um but it also it also felt super soft up front so i added some compression in the front and then i liked it a lot um i don't think he touched it since then but he probably didn't check the tire pressures knowing chris uh no he did that oh that's impressive good job yeah we ended up him well 
Yeah, because we were going to leave straight from special stage to haul down yep. to VIR. VIR. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we ended up leaving like the next day. Yeah. You left from my house, so I got to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. So so sad that saw, I wasn't yeah. going. <laughs> Uh, it was just too much, too much in one time. That's that's the story. Oh of my yeah, life. I forgot. Always that's the event things. that we drove the the key van out yeah. to. Tiny van topped it out. What does it top out at? I don't know. I think we calculated it. It was like, I think it was like, like eighty or ninety something miles an hour. No, it was it was under eighty. It was like no, because we were very surprised. I I think it was close to ninety. Oh, geez. I can't imagine going 90 in that thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, we just look down, and all of a sudden, it's, like, pegged. We were just going it's with a, traffic. For listeners, it's the smallest van you've ever heard, ever seen. It's a Honda Acti uh, Street, and it's a 600cc rear-wheel drive, rear-engine minivan built in, I think, 1989. It's got 12-inch tires that I mounted by hand because they're too small for my machine, and it's it's not something I would go 90 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, so it's it was really, not... it was really weird. Cause I think, wasn't it, it was like rainy and windy on the way back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty bad weather. Yeah. What was really weird was since the wheels are essentially under your legs, you yeah. know, like are under your ass when you're driving the thing. Yeah. They're behind you. Yeah. So anytime, anytime like the wind would blow you, you would almost feel like you were darting way more than the actual car was. Because you were. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, that I I haven't driven it at speed. I've only driven it around the paddock and stuff. It's got to be a weird feeling on the highway. It's very weird. It it took a long time to get used to trusting it. Chris has a vision that like five of us will have Activans uh, at Grid Life events one of these days, and I fully support it. Same yeah, I'm here. Kind of into I, that vision. I told him I put my request in for an Acti Attack, which is the what? flatbed version. Oh man, that would be useful too. Yeah. I don't know the 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 one he's got. There's a lot of room in there. You lay that thing flat inside. You could pile that thing full of stuff. He takes the whole merch booth in that thing, which is a big merch booth. Yeah, yeah. and you could sleep in that thing if you wanted to. I mean, it's perfect for the beach here. Maybe I'll start looking for those now. Yeah, and then you could drive it all the way back <laughs> back to our events. That'd be great. No, we we've already talked about on a show. We've already talked about how you should have an active van. Yeah. So Mike and I were were talking. Mike and I were talking because he he was telling me he wanted one of the attacks, the truck ones. I said, wouldn't it be cool if we took one of the vans and we cut the back half off and did like a, you know, a van conversion, still keep the slider doors, Mm -hmm. but, you know, have have like a four seater, but with a little truck bed in the back. Like a uh, like 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 a Honda Acti Escalade, yeah, something like that. We're <laughs> not, not an Escalade, uh, Avalanche. Avalanche, Avalanche, yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. That uh, that would be a super less useful vehicle, but ah. kind of cool looking. Yeah, I think it'd be sweet. You know what I saw the other day? I, speaking of in this lines in the line of stupid van things, I you know uh, you know a VW uh, bus. Yeah, I saw that... a bus. There's a bus in Northwest Indiana that has been shortened approximately four feet in the middle, and the wheels almost touch each other front and back. <laughs> I don't know why somebody built that. Like it Some... seems like if you stop too yeah. hard, it would roll over on its nose because there's not enough behind it. But there's a per- there's a person out there who shortened a VW bus about three or four feet, and it's for sale, and it's green, and I think for a pretty low price, you can make it yours. So. I just looked up the um, on the key van. I looked up the dash, 
and it's like yeah. 130 kilometers an hour max. And we were okay. a little over that, so I'm guessing 135. Conversion okay. would be 83.885 miles per hour. And the tires we put on it were actually a little bit taller than stock, I think. Oh, yeah? You might have been pushing 90. It would be <laughs> close. It was pretty that's, sweet, man. That's pretty sketchy. <laughs> We should. I wonder yeah. if there's. I wonder if there's a key van class at uh, Bonneville. There can't be. There should not be one. I think. All engine, I think there should be one. Size, all engine size and fuel and induction systems. I think there should be one. What if we put a Hayabusa motor in one? Or sorry, we'll keep it. We'll keep it the same manufacturer. What if we put a CBR 1000 motor in one? You put a CBR 600, then you don't have to bump up his size in displacement. There yeah, that's true. That's your, oh, that's yeah. your Bonneville vehicle right there. That'd be sweet. I'm sure the record for like 600 cc is it's probably like 195 miles an hour. Yeah, but so what about a van? That no, 600 cc van probably hasn't been set. Uh, I don't think the SCTA cares what you put it in. I think they only <laughs> care what the engine is. <laughs> so you're making terrible life decisions as usual. I'm glad nothing's changed. I'm glad we're. I'm glad we know who Austin Cabot is. <laughs> I'm like the, the you, very poor version of um, Paul Newman. Very like poor. Paul Newman liked a bunch attractive. of like goofy stuff. <laughs> slightly more attractive. Slightly more attractive than Paul Newman? Yeah, dude. See that man bun? Man, I got man, man bun. I should have my own dressing company. <laughs> I had some Newman's <laughs> own dressing tonight, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, delicious, man. I love that stuff. Ever uh, ever since I I forced my wife to watch uh, the racing life of Paul Newman, um, she buys Newman's own dressing because she thinks the charity is really cool and the dressing is so much better than Aldi brand dressing. It is good. Oh, it's so good, so much better. I love it. Aldi is so bad, so bad. Yeah, Aldi's dressing is and it, each fit and fit and active dressing can eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what was the story about the labels too? Each each label is hand drawn by one of his racing partners, uh, Sam like, Posey's wife. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty Sam Posey's pretty cool. His, Interesting. His Didn't know that team owner's wife. Yeah, she was a graphic designer back in the day. But yeah, it's a cool company. But um, I could watch a documentary over and over. Speaking of which, you were just reading the uh, the book. Um, What's the what was the book called? Oh, the, the go movies? like hell. Yeah, go like hell. The, yeah. The so this this is, is actually the second hour. time I would have been reading it, but yeah. It's so twenty four hour war, same thing. Like you were about. Do to Do you say. own the book or no? Yeah, yeah. I've owned it since two thousand twelve. Maybe should probably bring it with you on Saturday because I would like to read it and then mail it back to you. I can do that. Well, it depends. It depends on how much space I have. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I'm only sure. bringing one backpack it, and I'm bringing four mics. But between the two of us, I'm sure we can get it there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or I'll just, or I'll just. I forgot. I keep forgetting that Mike is going to be flying back around the same time. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I, I have a, I have an 11 p.m. flight that gets into Chicago at five in the morning on Saturday morning. I'm not going to pick you up. You're going to have to take a train. No, uh, I'm planning on getting in at about <laughs> six in the morning. So yeah, I got him. Uh, Mike's going to take like an 11:50 p.m. flight and get in at six. You guys are going to just crash at Mike's house for about 12 hours and then go to the card, card battle late. That's the plan. Not even 12 hours, man, isn't it? Like 3.30? Eight hours, yeah. Eight hours. Yeah. Um, we won't I do... tell Hillary where you're staying. We don't want her to invade your party at Mike's house. <laughs> uh, but she's she's probably going to listen to the show tomorrow. That was a crazy night. <laughs> it was. So, so I heard. I want to party with Hillary again. <laughs> <laughs> 
even though I wasn't partying, I had to drive home. But but I got to witness it all sober. And then we ate tacos, and it was weird. <laughs> it was so fun. It was. Yeah, we got tacos at like three in the morning. That was a show like what sixty episodes ago or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that it should have been. It should have been a hundred and four. Because we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be two a week. A show is what it should not have been a show, but we put it up anyway. So I still think for all the shows that don't turn into shows, we need to start another podcast channel and not promote it. Just let what people you, find it. What would you call it? Just a slip angle that's not slip angle, or slip angle that should not be aired. Maybe slipped, slipped angle. <laughs> that's, that's actually totally an excellent name i really like that. we should we should just leave slip angle to be all professional shows and then like bs shows and like random we got too drunk and hillary was there shows <laughs> or the the slip angle meatloaf what's the meatloaf i don't i don't understand well there's just you you put anything in it that you want oh yeah and then you bake it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh we, we probably as we go forward with our shows, maybe we should start a second podcast. <laughs> and if people, if, if the slip angle doesn't go up on like Tuesday, people know to go to the other show because it's probably up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the, like a secret operative thing, you know, like yeah. we say, Hey, everybody meet here. And when we don't yep. show up, only the people in the know, know to go somewhere else. Yeah. They they know to scroll down in their podcast app. And look for slipped tune, <laughs> slipped angle. Uh, it's actually, that, that's actually not a bad idea for preserving our brand that we've carefully crafted over the last two years. <laughs> Very carefully crafted. Carefully crafted with my marble mouth, nasally nose, dumbass self. The only problem is we have the explicit rating on this one. There's the chance that the other one would never get flagged. That's probably true. <laughs> uh, somebody would do it. Somebody would do it. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Cause there's, there's a few, uh, like I, I tried to record with Oscar Jackson jr. A couple of weeks ago and we yeah. sat, we sat in this very podcast palace right now, this very one that Mike and I are sitting in and, uh, attempted to record a show and we just got derailed so much. I just, I couldn't use it. And he, yeah. he told me not to use it. He said, Hey, don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't use it. He texted me the day, the next day he's like, Austin and I recorded, I don't think we can turn it into a podcast. It's going to ruin my business. <laughs> I, so, I, I would actually like to have that wave file. If you, could, <laughs> if you could email it to me. I don't know, man. I don't know. You might've paid me a couple hundred dollars not to. Oh man. No, I'm just I, could, uh, I could just hold it over his head and he can give me more free radiators <laughs> and stuff. Or when he starts sending uh, stuff to the ST committee, you can be like, Hey, remember that show? Yeah. Hey, uh, I have a file that says <laughs> it could totally incriminate you. So, but no, we do. We do try and keep things professional over here. A little. Well, no, we don't. <laughs> Let's not go that far. <laughs> I'm so tired, Austin. It's 11:30 here. Yeah. I love it. This is the latest I've been up in a while. Really? It's uh, yeah. It's 11:25. Yesterday I went to bed two hours ago. It was. I we went to bed at, at 9:34. <laughs> So because I'm old, because I'm old and sick. Tomorrow is going to be so weird for me because I have to go to work, but then I have to go to a racetrack, and then I have to fly to Chicago to do some more racetrack things. What's the racetrack you have to go to? Uh, to Streets of Willow. Yeah, what do you have to do there? To do some site scouting stuff for an event we're putting on at work. Oh, really? Yep. Cool. So cool. Just got to go check everything out um, with our marketing people. Cool. So that sounds fun. But yeah, so 
within Terrible. 24 hours, I'll be at a racetrack in the desert scoping things out. And then I will be in the frozen tundra of Chicago. It's not warm here at all. Yeah, I, I kind of figured it's not warm at all. Mike's been making I, fun of us because around here, like everybody's been wearing like beanies and like hoodies and stuff. And it's like 60 degrees out. Yeah. It's, <laughs> although, it's, although two days ago it was 47 degrees and it felt like it felt like summertime. 47 in Chicago. Yeah. And then it got, uh, then we had ice storm last night down at about 20. Uh, last weekend it was like zero. Um, it was just, it's been a weird winter. It's been so cold. Yeah. It's not normally this cold this early. Normally it's, you know, 20s, 15, 20, 30, like normal Chicago winter. And then like in February or March, you get like a week of like, holy crap, it's freaking cold. What is this, Minnesota? And like, it's been like either 50 degrees or freaking Minnesota cold. Like it's stupid winter. I think, I think Al Gore was right. And I think of that we broke the, the internet and we broke the weather. So. Well, it's been, it's been raining here in LA. Like probably, it's rained every yeah. day that Mike's every been here. I had one nice day, but that was the day I was trapped underneath the BMW all day. That's not a nice day at all, dude. No. Is San Francisco walking into the ocean? Because I heard something about that. It washed into the ocean? Yeah, I heard it's like flooding in San Francisco or something. Huh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe DWA will go away and we can bump up in the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to start talking about Porsches and BMWs. So Yeah. Well, no, we're not starting. We have successfully <laughs> talked about Porsches and BMWs. Yeah, it's been uh, totally successful in the in our DWA-ness today. DWA-ness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Um, what, uh, what, uh, what's your travel like, uh, for heading back? When are you going back to LA? You're going back Sunday night. Yeah, I'll go back Sunday night. I think my flight's at like six thirty or seven. So okay. we'll have to hang out and do some stuff on Sunday if you're available too. I think, uh, Saturday night I have lined up, uh, as many podcasts as we can do. We have a place to do it. Um, and then, uh, so we'll run a Sunday. train, run a train on the podcast. That's right, baby. We'll see, we'll see what you can take. <laughs> Um, we'll, uh, we'll see what Sunday's like. I got to fill out the whole family vibes. So, all right. Uh, what are you, where are you going to be also all day Sunday? I don't know. Hadn't really figured it out. We should send people to the Panera bread that you end up using the Wi-Fi at all day. So figure out where you're going to be. We'll make it a, a slip angle event and you can give them free stickers. We could do that. But no, that's not a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> idea. We don't have free stickers. No, I do have a few. I'll give them away because we're getting a new logo eventually. Hopefully, eventually, hopefully. Talking to a few people about that, so we, we need to, to we need to do a new logo, and then we need to try to make this a real business. Um, but it, I don't know. We'll probably just keep doing the same thing, and it'll be fun. And who cares? So, yep. Um, what uh, what's uh, what's the the weather like uh, by you right now? Is it raining yet or no? It was uh, it was so rainy rain. earlier, but. Uh, what's I mean, temperature wise, how bad is it? Oh, uh, dude, it's probably I don't know. I it's probably like high fifties, low sixties. Ah, if I had to guess, sounds so great. It's I, uh, so disgusting. I drove. My in-laws are flying out there right now, and it's going to be so much better than here. I uh, I drove up um, Angels Cross today, and it was probably about forties up there. Yeah, yeah. What's that road like? Is it pretty? Uh, is it pretty? As legendary as it seems on all the uh, the automotive journalists. It's, it's, it's epic. epic. 
<laughs> I like that sound effect that you that you had there, Austin. That's really cool. That was a little too loud. <laughs> right, it sounded perfect. I loved it. There, that, yeah, might, that be might be better. better. Be better. Where is that in relation to where you live, Austin? Uh, it's so it's, it's on the other side of LA. Yeah. So okay. you got to go essentially to the other side of LA to the mountains, like the mountains that that trap all the smog in the LA basin. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, not obviously not as tight as, uh, let's say the dragon. Um, okay. Yeah. You've been there a lot. Yeah. Been. Uh, but same types of corners. Uh, there was a couple, um, nicely banked hairpins and lots of flowing. Like yeah, the, watching, right, uh, left, watching right, left. videos, it, it looks like a fun road, but. Yeah, I, I'm really jealous that you guys have fun roads out there, Austin. We don't have any fun roads here at all. <laughs> just like we got like a 294. Yeah, we, I don't know, man. You have the canyon on uh, on Lakeshore, or when Lakeshore turns into what's it called? Oh yeah, we get like a left and right. Yeah, yeah, like one cool left and right where you can go fast, like if you've got a little bit of tire and it's warm. Or I mean, there's a lot of those clover leaves. Like my favorite one's the one over off of um, 190 by the airport. You mean those exit ramp skid pads? Yeah, but where you can just <laughs> drive them, you can drive them endlessly. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly call that automotive excitement. Like but. it reminds me of one of those automated Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah. You know yeah. where you know where it has the motor and it it yeah, propels the, the car? Yeah. The wheel thing that That's what it reminds me of. It was yeah. one of those. Uh back when I was in high school, we used to my Maxima had like, you know, like okay tires out there like 200 tread where like bridgestones that were on sale they were like the re 10 somethings or something uh so i thought it handled really good and i used to do the uh the clover leaf in, in town like over and over and over <laughs> it must have looked like such an idiot <laughs> thinking back at that now i'm so ashamed <laughs> but it was so fun when you were 17 just feeling well, yeah, the g-force and feeling like how the car rotates a little bit if you're going like above 52 miles an hour and yeah so far that's all we got yeah yeah once in a while that's you know you gotta take what you can get but. yeah but yeah we yeah, were talking struggle, about that struggle blows. we we're talking about that on the way back here today if um you know if we, if we had those roads around <laughs> us would it fill the void of not going to the track all the time would be something to do in the wintertime, yeah. It's nice, but it's not everything. Um, if if the road was clear, it'd be you know, if you had to end you to a decent streetcar, it'd be a lot of fun. But yeah. I don't know. Have you guys gotten into any sim stuff? Because like I'm thinking about getting in going down the deep dark simulator rabbit hole. So like, funny you should mention that. Did uh the Ramblers <laughs> invite you to their event? The yeah, sim yeah. sim gear event? You should yep. do that one. Um, I've been on those those sims before, and they're they're fun. They're full motion, right? Yeah, full motion. Yeah, we're uh, going next Saturday. You going or no? Yeah, I'll be there. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll I'll break out the mic. We can talk some more there. So they have two different setups there. Um, they're both three screens, full motion. Uh, one of them has a clutch or a shifter. One of them doesn't. Okay. I believe. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's a great experience. You actually. You kind of get tunnel vision on it, so you not forget that it's a simulator, but but it feels you, more real than like you black out sight bike. Yeah, you kind of like you block out all the surroundings, so you're just <laughs> focused in on it because you're kind of surrounded by screen. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. 
Yeah. I, I want to practice road Atlanta a lot. Yeah. Now that and I've been there. So I did it. Um, I was there probably in the summer. Okay. And I did road Atlanta and then I went there. So I'd like to do it again now that I've been there. Yeah. I really want to work on, on turn one, turn two, and then like the entry to the S's. I think that's where I'm leaving a lot on the table and then like carrying speed through five. I just want to, I want to feel more comfortable with it. And if it's a good simulator for road Atlanta, I think it could really help. Yeah. Um, and then our, our buddy Dill is building, uh, he's building like a a home simulator also. So, Oh, is he? Yeah. He's, uh, he's piecing together. He bought a used wheel, uh, some, some fancy one too, I think. Nice. It looks, it looked more expensive than a CRX race car, but, um, that doesn't take a whole lot. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm planning on going to him at his house once he gets that thing piece together before I go to road Atlanta in March. So cool. I don't know. I want to, uh, I got a, a bone to pick with road Atlanta and I don't want to be afraid. I'm, every time I go there, I'm afraid for like the whole first day. I'm like, I don't remember where this goes. Uh, it, it, it's such a, I don't know. There's something about that track. It just gets me, but I just need yeah, more seat I, time there. So. I definitely pussyfooted around there. It's yeah. such a great place. The elevation just freaks you out, man. It, I don't know what it is. I think, I think I've built it up in my mind to be something that it's not because, you know, the scariest stuff I'm pretty, uh, like I'm pretty okay at like wide open down, down 12. Like I got that figured out, uh, 10, a 10 B breaking zone of 10, a uh, like I'm, I'm feeling comfortable in some of the bigger stuff, but like, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just way overthinking it. I just need more seat time. And I think a simulator would help there. Yeah, it probably would. Yeah, the a uh, little bit of you know just familiarization with it, but when we had uh, Grid Life South there, I did a few laps in Blake Meredith's car, and I just felt like lost. And I had and I've done a bunch like two race weekends there, and like I felt pretty good the last one, but like a couple laps there, I'm like I don't even know if I'm doing the S's right. Like I felt like I was doing them wrong because <laughs> there was drift tire marks going both directions, and <laughs> like I was I was just super lost. But I, I need more seat time at Road Atlanta, and I think a sim will help. But I've never done one before, besides you know Gran Turismo ten years ago. Yeah, it uh, I it probably, take, it takes some getting used to, but like once you're kind of like comfortable with the the sim aspect of it, yep, y- you can really like get down to business on it. Yeah, the yeah. biggest thing for me was uh, lack of feedback. You know, like it it wasn't as I didn't have as many sensory things to analyze while I was driving. That's where the full motion comes in. Yeah. It it makes up for that, I I think. Does it say I would I would imagine the lack of G force like on your body? Like yes. because that's that's a big part of Yeah, there needs to be something that like smacks you in the back when you hit the brakes. <laughs> like just starts sucking you throws you forward right left side of the car too. You know? <laughs> I, I I drive so much more, especially with a you know, once I'm comfortable with the track, I drive a lot with just feeling the rotation of the car and not being able to feel that as much would be different. But I don't know. I'm uh, just driving or putting laps on that track. will help, but we'll see. I'll, I'll report back a couple of weeks. I'll have uh, some simulator uh, podcast. We'll, uh, yeah, I got, I got an invite for the thing. I just don't think I'm going to be in town. Uh, you're not going to fly in two weekends in a row. No, not f- unfortunately. I wish I, I could. I, I mean, the dude, it. the flights are so cheap. Yeah. Like if I took that same flight, I can come to Chicago for like $117 for a weekend and not have to miss any work. 
we're, we're looking at uh, right now because my in-laws are flying to L.A. tomorrow. Um, and my wife was talking about, like, what if we go there for spring break? Because she's a teacher and so she has a spring break still. Um, were you like, absolutely. Prices. Dude, it's not cheap when spring break is like 400 bucks a ticket over spring break. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't know why. Gross. I think it's spring break. Why don't you just drive the RV out? Uh, 40 hours in the RV. It'd be terrible. It'd be perfect. We'll um, but she wants to go to Disneyland and her, her grandma lives out there and her grandma wants to see Emma and I don't know. Might go to, uh, I might hit up Matt Fair to borrow the million mile Lexus and then, uh, bomb around LA for a few days. We'll see. That'd be so rad. I would take my own spring break just to hang out with you. That's- yeah, that'd be, it'd be super fun. Why don't we go do like a day of shows while like Sarah and Emma and her grandma hang out and it'd be yeah. super fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wait, we were just looking at tickets tonight about it. It, uh, uh the cheapest I found was like three thirty on spirit. And I know how much I hate spirit. Have you been, have you been using Google uh, flights? Uh, I've never used that. No. Yeah. Just use Google flights. All right. I'll just Google, up. put into Google, Google flights and click the link. When, uh, when have you found the cheapest flights? Have you found them like close to when you want to fly or long before? No, like for, for the frontier flights, um, I just checked like, the flights are still the same right now. So like I've been, I think frontier raises their prices maybe like three weeks out or maybe four weeks out. Okay. But yeah, it's still $117 for me to fly out for ice battle. Man, that's dirty cheap. Yeah. And since it's a short trip, I mean, I don't need to pack any extra bags or anything. I just throw some extra underwear and an extra t-shirt and a, you know, in a bag and I'm good to go. Yeah, that's like going out to the bar for a night. That is cheap. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, I'm glad you're coming. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And we can. Uh, it's it's way easier. I mean, doing doing podcasts like this is fine, but it's so. I think I feel. I always feel like we're better when we've when we're in person. We've got guests in person, and. Oh, absolutely. I could see Mike Cohn's smiling face, <laughs> or or his brother's smiling face, <laughs> which is identical. Uh, <laughs> Just without a beard. Yeah. At Atlanta, Atlanta, I think your brother said like, said like five words on the podcast. So yeah. we've had both Cone brothers. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, I think we can get a couple good, uh, couple good shows at, uh, this weekend and then some at ice battle and some in between. We should, uh, we should get through this winter eventually. So we got a busy year coming up. You guys are my, my chief instructors. Are yep. you going to have fun? Are, you, are we going to do things? We're going to make, I'm make ready. beginners rad. Yeah. Try to. We it depends. I mean, it's. I don't know if they can grow a man bun in a weekend. Uh, we can <laughs> or make a beard this luxurious. <laughs> We're proposing the rules on Saturday night. We could just write it in. Must have man bun. Yeah, must have man <laughs> bun to run track mod or higher or anything above beginner. Grid life man bun challenge. <laughs> Whatever you like, you know. We just got to run it by Chris. I'm sure Chris will be into it. I think we may have found another spec fit actually. Oh, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited that Alex Westergaard bought a spec, bought a fit. Yep. Because I'm going to make him run spec fit. So less than like 12 after hours after bringing it home, he got bumped too. Really? Yeah. In the yeah. back. That's Bummer. a good thing it's a fit. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's not. I, it was just like a minor, very minor. Just drive it. Like somebody breathed on it wrong, I guess. There's a lot of plastic on that car. It can get bumped a few times. <laughs> There's, I, I, I don't know, man. If I wasn't, if I didn't want to do wheel to wheel and like, there's about two days a week where I don't want to do wheel to wheel anymore because it's, I don't know. Anybody could wreck my car at any time. I would just probably go buy a fit, 
throw some conies on it, throw a big sway bar on it, and put some 200 treadwear tires on it and some ITR front brakes and just and with Mini Cooper S rotors and just drive it. It just seems like such a perfect all-around car, man. Uh, you can do anything in that thing. I drove Dennis. Yeah, Mike Mike has one. Yeah. Yeah. You can do anything uh, with one of those. They're, they're, I mean, not fast, but like no, no. they don't suck on track. They do They do not suck on track at all. No, I mean, I was, um, like I said, I drove Dennis's at VIR, and I mean, I was satisfied. Yeah, like it'll, it'll do all the twisty things and the stoppy things really, really well. So what was the video of the like the president of Spoon saying it's a really really well balanced car? I mean the fuel tank is like mid ship. Yeah, um, yep. you know he said it's just a really good car. And they're so much safer than the older Hondas too, like stock for stock, because it's a modern car. Uh, but you don't have all the crazy weight. It's still like you know, EK Civic weight. Um, Great. Now I'm gonna start looking at fits again. I told you to buy a fit like two months ago, man. Should I get a fit, a CRV, and a 911? You should just, you and I should buy a fit together and we'll just leave it here. And then it could be your Chicago car and you'd like drive it to our events and like we got a car and we play around with. Yeah, I could show like up. A, I could show up uh, like once a month. Fly to Chicago 15, once a month for 117 bucks. Yeah, 1500 bucks a pop. We could have ourselves like a cheap fit. We throw a few hundred bucks in brakes at it. Cast off Hoosiers. It'd be perfect. That'd be great. I don't know. Well, one of these days I want to fit though. I, I threatened to buy one this winter, but like I got too many. Well, I think if we bought a many. fit though, we'd probably have to buy it here in yeah. California. Although realistically, the Midwest well, ones, they don't appear to age badly. No. Like they don't rust out. They don't like mine's from New Jersey. Decompose. It's, it's fine. Yeah. They don't in decompose fact, like old Hondas. Yeah. But what about like all the well, bolts underneath that you have to loosen to work on anything? It doesn't matter about like the body rust to me. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but newer Honda stuff hold my mom's 04 or 05, 04 pilot with like 150,000 miles. Like you pull the wheels off and like we've never done anything except for she runs it through the car wash once a week. I'm like it's pretty damn new brand pretty damn near brand new to me. Like it's a good-looking car underneath. There's it doesn't look like a Midwest car and it's been here its whole life. So uh newer Honda stuff is not the same as 90s honda stuff not a 90s crx like that has lived here for 15 years looks like looks like doo -doo. Yeah, it looks like you pulled it from the titanic wreck they're <laughs> terrible underneath but i, I think, so I think bad. Are just new it just new enough that uh maybe they figured out how to make bolts that don't do that but well, remember the fits are still made in japan yeah that's true that's true uh, maybe they got different bolts in Japan. They yeah. got them fancy, uh, it's better standard bolts. Um, well, Hey, once, once I'm gainfully employed, you guys can buy my fit. Yeah. What, uh, what, what year is yours? It's a uh, 08 sport. That's probably about what I want. Yeah, Silver. Yeah. yeah. I've seen yours. Yeah. Silver is fastest like, color. R and R and R knockoffs or to come with those Mugans. No, no. they're legit Those's Mugen wheels. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Man, you got, I got multiple three sets. sets of Mugen wheels. You got three sets. Oh my gosh. Mike Cohen balling over here. Mugen wheels, S2000, <laughs> bunch of Civics. I got a shifter, shifter cart. cart. Yep. Oh, Jinx. Yeah, uh, well, I, my uh my nose is uh in need of a blow here. <laughs> oh, I uh, bet it is. <laughs> I bet yeah. you do need some blow. Um well, not the white powdery <laughs> stuff. That's only for Fridays. Oh, okay. But, uh, the... Actually, it's Friday there now, isn't it? Oh, not quite. Uh, hang on. Not quite. No. 
No, fifteen minutes. More minutes. Fifteen, 15 minutes, more away. minutes Um, and I'm getting pretty tired, so I think I'm gonna go to bed, boys. All right, man. All right. Well, we'll we have uh, a podcast here. We're about an hour into this thing. Yeah, twenty maybe. We'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you I in the thought, Chicago area, uh, feel free to come on out and hang out. I guess I don't know. K one speed in Addison. Um, we'll I think we're sold out, but yeah, there's available. still some hangout. Oh, there's hangout still some space. spots. Yeah, it, uh, oh, this this will go up tomorrow. Uh, the banquet spots might still be for sale. I'm not sure, but we have our driver summit and uh, our cart battle. Uh, Part one of our winter driving series, which is uh, uh, let's get out and not just surf the internet and yell at Facebook. Um, Facebook rules at uh, at K one uh, in Addison tomorrow or Saturday. But uh, most most importantly, we'll be going over our rules for this season. Yeah, well, so. actually, I think most important is the carts, and then let's let's kind of gloss over the rules and pretend. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that sounds sure, fine to sure me. Nobody, let's not bring a lot of attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> Now the 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 tire tech rules uh, are being kind of like I think we're gonna we're basically gonna have a town hall um, and uh, and a little bit of a hangout party should be fun um, at uh, and then we're taking over Matt Durus and Abram Schmucker's room to do podcasts at the hotel uh, whatever the the host hotel is I forget what oh it god is. we're gonna get kicked out mm, should be fun we're gonna maybe get we'll, kicked maybe, out maybe there's a bar at the hotel we can use instead we'll see. I gotta but, figure. I gotta crash someone's ho- hotel room. I bet you if you toss Matt and Abram like thirty bucks, you can make that happen. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or we can just let them be on the show for free <laughs> and not charge them like last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell them how much you charged me tonight. Yeah, dude. Mike, uh, Mike bought himself an SMG pump for this appearance. <laughs> <laughs> it's been something. So originally, Mike was gonna fly out here with the SMG pump. Yeah, and go well through TSA. Yeah, we just yeah. found out on uh, on the forums that some guy got stopped with one because it it <laughs> it looks like a bum, <laughs> and it's full that's of a, oil. So that's a thing that has actually happened. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <coughs> so you can hear you can hear healthy. We'll go get some <laughs> cough drops, man. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking. You got to rest that voice all day tomorrow. Uh, I it it got I got a lot better today. Like uh, I mean, you sound better now than you did when we first started. Well, that's just because I've had a drink and I'm sitting in my palatial studio, the O3 Civic in the garage. So maybe you just need to drink more. <laughs> I'm comfortable. It's her. It's a hermetically sealed, um, you know, studio yeah. for you. That's um, yeah, why the uh, the air is nice and clean. Yeah, just sleep in there tonight. It's not clean in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting gassers and burping and stuff. So. Um, no, I got a lot better today. It was yesterday. It was still really bad. I had a sinus headache for like three days in a row. And as a dude that doesn't get headaches, like having a headache for three days in a row makes you a jerk. Freaking jerk. Yeah, you feel like you're dying. Oh, man. I Like I thought, man, when I get done with this, I'm going to live healthy. I'm going to be eating fish oil. I'm going to be eating, you know, protein and lean exercise <laughs> so maybe this will turn my life around it's been that kind of sickness so um yeah i apologize about no show on tuesday that was my fault and then austin didn't do anything because he has a life so uh yeah rate and review us on itunes and i'm gonna go to bed now so. ba 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 all right all right man I'm gonna, cut the, I'm gonna cut this thing off you guys have a good time and don't fix the car and i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> all right thank all you right,